right, everybody. Welcome to the Backseat Huddle Podcast, episode 59. It is Thursday, my dudes, which means I am grading teams this week, and I am once again handing out awards. So today, I am grading NFL teams using the no rules rating system, which means I'm rating them however the hell I want, and it's not always going to be making sense. And I'm also going to be handing out awards based on two weeks worth of data, worth of information, worth of play. So I'm going to be doing both of these things every week. Next week when I hand out awards, it'll be based off of three weeks. Then the week after that, four weeks, you kind of get the idea of where I'm going with this. So that all being said, let's just go ahead and jump into it. I'm going to start with the Dallas Cowboys who get an A. They did exactly what they were expected to do and perhaps more. In a league where the average margin of victory is only about three points, they blew out another opponent. There's really not much to say. Cowboys look like the most, have been the most dominant team in the NFL thus far. Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a B plus. Almost forgot that plus there. <laughs> I liked a lot of what I saw from them on Sunday. I take strength of their opponent into consideration when I am giving out these grades. If they were playing a team that was going to win more than like five games, I probably would have given the Buccaneers an A minus to an A but they get knocked down a little bit because they're playing the Bears or they played the Bears and the Bears are kind of a tire fire. They gave up some big plays on defense and their biggest play on offense was a missed PI call. So I'm nitpicking them a little bit based on that as well, but they did a lot right. So I'm going to go with a B plus for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. New England Patriots get a C plus. 17 points offensively just isn't enough. They played well on defense, which they always do because of who their coach is. So I struggle to give them a ton of credit for that because that's kind of what you expect them to do. And the question is always, how are they going to perform on offense? Well, they gave up four sacks, lost a turnover battle, couldn't get the running game going, and they only had 288 yards of total offense. So the answer there was not great. So C plus feels fair. Los Angeles Rams get a B minus. This one was kind of challenging because I'm once again taking opponent strength into consideration for this game. And they obviously played the 49ers who are one of the best teams in the NFL. I really liked what I saw out of them in the first half. In the second half, they just got out talented, if that makes sense. And they only scored six points in the second half. The 49ers are the Rams kryptonite anyway, and they regularly struggle against them. So that also has to be taken into consideration. They'd get a B plus to an A minus based on the first half, but they just got outclassed after the break. So B minus it is. 49ers get an A minus. My expectation for the 49ers are completely skewed, and I'll admit it. When I was writing this, my first knock against the 49ers this week was, well, they gave up 23 points. Like, that's not a lot in today's NFL, and yet here I am trying to use it against them. So my expectations for them are a little bit messed up. They once again displayed why they're my choice to win the Super Bowl this year. They just do everything well. They don't really have a hole in their roster, and they do everything exceptionally well. But I am concerned about their health. They're already dealing with some nagging injuries out of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. So we'll see how those go, but A- minus it is for the 49ers. The Denver Broncos grade they get is what the fuck? How does that happen? How do you lose after a lead like that? After the first quarter, roughly, they got their ass beat. 
they got outscored 32 to 12 after they went up by 18 points. There is just no excuses for them to lose this game. The Washington Commanders grade is what the fuck? Like, how the hell did they come back from that deficit down 18 and they came back and won it? Like, after going down 18, I was like, there's no way. They're about to get blown out. But they, once again, outscored the Broncos 32-12 to after going down 18 points. Wow! Is Sam Howell the real deal? Is it time to get hype for Washington? Probably not, but I'm going to do it anyway. Let's fucking go, Washington! Fucking nice win. Great job, Commanders. Hell yeah! Now, the New York Giants grade is what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with this team? How do you get down by that much of the Cardinals in the first place? Figure it out, New York. But congratulations on the comeback victory. But still, figure it out, New York. The Seattle Seahawks get a B. Their offense scored 31 points despite the fact that they had both tackles out and really didn't have much of a running game. So great job there. But the problem is their defense also gave up 31 points. So what do you do? It's it's like, eh. And that's why they get a B. I think B is very fair for the Seattle Seahawks after this week. Las Vegas Raiders get an F. You can't get beat by four touchdowns. This isn't the fucking Big Ten. This is the NFL. They sucked. End of story. Moving on, I'm giving the Detroit Lions a B. It felt like to me that the Lions were the better team early, and then they just started making mistakes. Their offense played remarkably well, and they did just about everything well on that side of the ball. They protected Jared Goff well, and he was remarkably efficient despite throwing the interception. They ran the ball well, and David Montgomery had holes to run through. They had their expected offensive creativity, scoring a touchdown on a flea flicker, but they also gave up 31 points offensively. That's going to get you beat most weeks, and it got them beat this week too. Just isn't good enough. The New York Jets grade is Garrett Wilson's career is going to be ruined in New York out of 10. It sucks to be a New York Jets fan, and hopefully they figure it out at quarterback. Chargers get a B with a ruh at the end of it because, bruh, this is such a Chargers loss. Justin Herbert threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. The defense sacked Tannehill five times, and Derrick Henry had under 100 yards on the ground, and they still fucking lost. Like, what the fuck, Chargers? Kansas City Chiefs get a B-. minus. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs did really anything that well on Sunday. In my opinion, the Jaguars lost that game a hell of a lot more than the Chiefs won it. The Chiefs did enough to win, which deserves commendation, but losing a turnover battle, barely running the ball, and hoping to hold the other team to nine points is not a repeatable way to win. They'll figure it out eventually, but honestly, the Chiefs just aren't good at this minute. The Jacksonville Jaguars get a C+. The Jaguars shot themselves in the foot over and over and over again this game. The defense played great. They caused three turnovers, intercepted Mahomes twice, and held the Chiefs to 17 points. But the offense didn't really do anything well. They didn't run block well. They didn't pass block terribly well. They dropped what felt like 200,000 passes, and all of them were on third down. 
Trevor Lawrence missed an open touchdown pass. They just shot themselves in the foot in this game in a big way. They had every right and every reason to win this game, and they pretty much just blew it. Tennessee Titans get a B for boring. I hate the way this team wins. Ryan Tannehill is the pinnacle of average, and he is being carried by great coaching and a great running back. They won this game because they were great on third down defensively and connected on two big pass plays. Fuck this team. I hate this team, and I hate you for liking them. Fuck you, Colton. Miami Dolphins get an A-. They played a really complete game, and they played a lot better defensively than they did last week. The offense performed to its usual efficiency, and they were about as efficient as one can hope to be playing against a Bill Belichick defense. They really just played really well all around. Zero complaints for me from the Dolphins this week. A- minus is spot on. The Bears get an F. I don't know. I, I just... I don't know how their game with the Buccaneers was only a 10-point loss. If you look at the box score, the Buccaneers whooped their ass. They got outgained by 200 yards, lost a turnover battle 2-0, to zero, gave up six sacks, and lost a time of possession battle by 10 minutes. They got shredded by Baker Mayfield and gave up 120 yards on the ground. They were awful. I don't get how that was only a 10-point loss. Buffalo Bills get an A+. I didn't watch this game, be honest with you. But if you beat a team by four touchdowns, you did something right. Josh Allen completed his first like 11 to 12 passes, and they just beat the hell out of the Raiders. You get an A-plus if you beat a team by four touchdowns. Bar none. The Browns get a C-plus. Sloppy-ass start, sloppy-ass middle, sloppy-ass game. Interception on the first play. Then they turned around and got an interception on a short field that resulted in a missed field goal. Fumbled the fourth down play that resulted in a turnover on downs. Just sloppy play and dumb penalties out of this team. Deshaun Watson, washed. Nick Chubb, hurt. It's just all bad right now in Cleveland, except for the defensive line. Those dudes are dogs. And lastly, the Steelers' grade is TJ Watt, George Pickens, and everybody else. Because that's what the team feels like right now. Where is the rest of their team? Who on this team besides those two is actually good? Pickett. The quarterback is back there getting the shit beat out of him. And the defense, as we know, falls apart without TJ Watt. So those are my grades for this week. Let's go ahead and shift gears into giving out awards. So I did this last week and I'm going to do it again. Here's all the major NFL awards if they were handed out after two weeks of play. MVP is Tua Tungavailoa. He's played extremely well over the first two weeks of the season. He seems like the obvious pick here. He's currently leading the NFL in passing yards in his third in QBR. He's the obvious choice here. If the season ended today, you'd have to give it to Tua. Offensive player of the year is Christian McCaffrey. There's a lot of good choices here, but I went with McCaffrey because he's leading the NFL in rushing and his lead is about 86 yards. That's basically a full game's worth of production, and he's also currently averaging six yards per carry. That's that's like impressive in Madden. So McCaffrey is my choice for offensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year is Jordan Whitehead. He was my pick last week, and he's going to stay my pick this week. He had a three interception game in the first week of the season and then followed that up with a nine tackle performance against the Cowboys. He's going to end up losing this award next week, but for now, I'm going to keep him my defensive player of the year after just two weeks of play. Offensive rookie of the year is Puka Nakua. 
come on now. Let's not overthink this one. He set the record for most receptions ever in his first two career games and is currently second in the NFL in receiving yards of 266. Obvious choice. Defensive player of the year, I'm going to go with Christian Izian from the Buccaneers. He's the first player in NFL history to have an interception east of his first two games. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Jalen Carter and Brian Branch from the Lions and the Eagles, respectively, are also good candidates for this, but I'm going to go with Izian because he has that little historical mark on his side. Comeback player of the year is Baker Mayfield. If Tua wasn't MVP, he would be the obvious pick here. Calvin Ridley and Matt Stafford also make sense, but I don't really think anyone saw Baker Mayfield having the type of start to this season that he's having. He did look really good in the second half against the Vikings, bit of a slow start. And then he turned around and went 26 of 34 for 317 to touchdown against the Bears, where he made a lot of plays in the backfield, avoiding sacks. So for all of that, he is my comeback player of the year. Coach of the year is Mike McCarthy for the Cowboys. I can't believe I'm saying this because I don't think Mike McCarthy is actually that good of a coach, but who the hell else can you give it to right now? The Cowboys have easily been the most dominant team in the NFL so far. Their point differential is plus 60. It's only been two weeks. So, begrudgingly, Mike McCarthy is coach of the year right now. And lastly, assistant coach of the year is by far the easiest pick of all of these because it has to be Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. In two games, they played against the Lions, who finished last season fourth in overall offense, and they've played against the Jaguars just now, obviously, who ended last season very strong, and then added Calvin Ridley. And after two games, they're only allowing 15 points per game. That's really impressive. So for that, Steve Spagnolo easily, definitely deserves the assistant coach of the year. So that's it. That's my show today, guys. Hopefully you guys liked it. Feel free to like and subscribe. If you're on Spotify, feel free to hit me at the follow. Give me a five-star rating. Take care, everybody.